It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, and welcome in to our first edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast here on Super Bowl week. Um, we're coming off a Sunday of no football, unless you count the Pro Bowl, and I do not. So uh, no cash it or trash it. Steve and I had our Steve and I had our first Sunday off since Labor Day weekend. Besides yeah. being babbling bozos on this podcast and many other DraftKings programming, we actually do work a lot. Um, so that was that was very nice. I, yeah, Steve doesn't. Um, that was very nice. Uh, how was your How was your weekend off, Steve? You know what? Weekend off is a fickle term. You know, just because it's off from work, there's still plenty to do. So it was nice to not, you know, think about football, but a lot to talk about for this week. Yes. Um, all right. So before Steve sends it over to uh, our interview with our guest, a couple things to plug real quick. Um, First of all, by the time you're listening to this, there will be winners for our Unreasonable Odds giveaway, which you saw on Twitter. Uh, 25 winners, tickets to the Super Bowl Millionaire Maker, $6 million in prizes for this showdown slate. Um, and we are giving away 25 tickets. So congrats if you are one of the listeners that won. And, um, you know, keep uh, keep listening because we want to give you guys free tickets, free bets. Um so keep listening, get some, get some money out of it, some tickets out of it and hopefully win. We hope some of you guys win your, win, win money with, uh, with your tickets that we gave away. Second of all, um, we'll do a quick plug for the, uh, Friday podcast because we're bringing in Matthew Berry from ESPN. We haven't done much fantasy talk on the program this season, but we will dive into the showdown slate with uh, one of the biggest names in the fantasy community. And if you follow uh, Matthew on Twitter, as 1 million plus of you do, um, you see that he's been tweeting out some prop bets lately. So we'll talk some props with uh, with Matthew Berry as well on that Friday episode. And one more note while I'm here, we'll say this on Friday, but um, Unreasonable Odds going on a little break after the Super Bowl. Oh, right, yeah. We will be off for a couple of weeks. Steve will remain off for a while and I will come back ramping it up for March Madness in the month of March as we did last year. And we did very well uh, with podcast plays given out um, between myself and our guests. So very much looking forward to that again. We're hoping to have an MLB preview for you as well, but obviously the MLB season up in the air. Steve's mm. in charge of that. Steve will be booking all of that. Um, Not only that, I mean, if it doesn't happen, I was told I was getting fired. So there is that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all right. I'll find somebody else to do the show. 
but for today, we do have something for today. Bill Krakenberger, professional gambler. Vegas doesn't like him, but that's okay because we like him. He's going to be on the show here. DraftKings like him. He's going to be talking some props, all things Super Bowl. We are going to get to that right now. Now we're bringing in our guest for uh, this Wednesday, February 9th. Uh, I guess this will come out. Super Bowl edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Uh, a returning guest, friend of the show, uh, Bill Krakenberger. You know him on Twitter, at Bill Crackman. You know his crackwins.com site. You know his crackwins app. There's an app, right, Bill? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank app. you. There you go. Um, um, professional <laughs> sports better. Um, and in my head, you know, if you watched the, the action documentary on Showtime a few years ago, in my head, one of the things that sticks with me is you with just a fistful of tickets for the Super Bowl, <laughs> saying that maybe you're going a little overboard, finding props, yeah. finding edges. And I know you're going to be doing that this year. You told me before we went on um, that you have 17 bets so far on the Super Bowl. 19, I 19. I think 19. 19. OK, yeah. well, if you yeah. would have set the total at uh, at. 19 and a half for me in terms of how many Super Bowl bets you had right now, I would have bet the over and I would have lost. So yeah, <laughs> give yeah. us, um, I guess, before we even get into this game specifically, just tell me Super Bowl wise with more props than you can ever imagine the cheesecake menu of, of football betting. What, what are you, what are you looking for when these Super Bowl props come out in terms of what you're, you're trying to grab? Cool. Well, first, thanks for having me on guys. And uh, thanks for asking, answering my questions when I DM you and stuff. Really cool. Um, I try to be the same thing and courteous to everyone. It's just the way my parents raised me to be. So I appreciate that. And I'll tell you, uh, that action show you're talking about that was on Showtime, uh, we actually filmed at DraftKings at resorts down here in Atlantic City. And, yeah, you know, when I said I went overboard, I probably shouldn't have said that. The, what, I, what I meant to say is, is uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you guys. I probably haven't told a single media source this, but you mentioned it there. So it's kind of a setup for it. We like breaking. What I actually, well, what I actually meant there was I brought a lot of money with me, a healthy six figures with me and I ran out of money. So I'm so crazy about getting advantage bets in and positive VV bets in that. I literally had to ask someone to borrow 50 grand until the game was over. And of course, uh, you know, I thought I had plenty with me to be honest with you. Uh, but there's never plenty when it comes to these Super Bowl bets and props and stuff. And so I actually went and borrowed 50 grand and I bet it all. I, I literally, the, the halftime of the game, matter of fact, they showed the halftime of the game from my clip and the halftime I had no money to bet. And I, I forgot. And thank God my assistant had three grand in his pocket. I said, listen, I want to bet the halftime here. Uh, do you have any money? And I took the three grand off and I actually won that bet. So I gave it right back to him. But, um, and, and I, and I held, uh, you know, a couple percent there. I, you know, I, I like to hold, you know, a good percent. I've had Super Bowls where I've held over 10%. Um, but I'm happy with a five to 7% return. Sure. If I'm going to bet a couple hundred thousand or three, four, five hundred, this could be a lot here for me and my team, this one actually too. Um, but right now, like I said, 19 bets. But then again, when I say 19 bets, you're talking like, I, I bet this before we came on air, uh, I'm giving out a prop, I guess. Um, I bet. Three, six, eight. I bet eight thousand more yesterday. I bet two thousand or three thousand on over punts, over six and a half punts in the game. So uh, you know you're talking you're talking a lot of money. You're talking like that. Just one bet's five figures. So um, and and you know I I showed you a clip. 
I, I did show you a clip, and I'll be happy to show that again. I, I showed you a, a peek into, a, you know, the kind of money we're talking about. This was under 14 and a half players with a reception um, in the game. This is no longer available. But, I mean, you just just look at the the, 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 the amounts of money that they're – that I'm taking on these things, 3,000, 3,000. DraftKings takes bets from me, so they, they, they're really good to me. Uh, a lot of the sports books here. Now, here, perfect example, three grand uh, on, on the DraftKings app. I don't think I can get down a single sports book in Nevada, three grand on, on a prop. There are two grand limits. So, uh, by the way, um, let me tell you something. Uh, I noticed they're not moving the lines either. Now, that, that one they, they did move, but it took a while to go under that 14 and a half players. And literally I go right in again, I'm going to take another couple grand or I can go down to the resorts and at the counter, they're really good to me too. So um, the books are good to me here. That's why I'm here. This is the sports betting capital uh, of the world for me. And, and for many, I get more money down here than I could get in Nevada. And uh, I know New York now is going to be the sports betting volume capital of the world. But as far as, uh, betting capital for me, it's it's going to be New Jersey for a long time to come, unless these places, the DraftKings and the Vandals, the big sports books, get out to Nevada, which eventually they will. But you know, it's a good old boys club out there. They don't want they don't want the same thing that happened to Cantor Gaming at the M uh, happening to them, where they had a levy, uh, they levied like thirty million in fines against them. So they're they're a little more safe and careful. So anyway, the big game. Uh, they're allowed. They, they can't call Super Bowl out there. The big game. Uh, coming up and not not as exciting as maybe the networks would want it to be. Um, probably the worst matchup out of the four that could have happened. You know, the, probably the worst one, but still, um, it's the big game. They're, the prices are out of control. I, I have a buddy that goes to the game every year. They want like 800000 Venetians charging eight. The Venetian, they, they're trying to charge the Venetian eight, 800000 for a suite at the Super Bowl, which last year was four hundred. I, I mean, it, people are just they're out of control man there's a lot of money LA, out there la so. prices yeah that's right that's right la prices <laughs> you, you, you couldn't um, give me it you couldn't pay me to be at the super bowl by the way i wouldn't even pay, <laughs> couldn't pay me to be there so all right so bill bill gave us a, a look behind the curtain of his DraftKings account there um yeah. which you know number one glad to hear that you enjoy betting with DraftKings sportsbook and they take the action that you're looking to get in Number two, it's a great plug, as we said, for responsible gaming. Everybody bet within bet within your limits. Bill's a professional. That's why we're having him on the podcast. But a good reminder to, to play within your limits and, uh, you know, play within what, what you got. Um, but we got a lot on, on the board here. So maybe we'll finish with it. I know you don't, you don't even bet sides. Um, you do bet some totals, but we'll... We'll maybe finish, I guess, with an overall overview of the game. Steve, do you want to take us anywhere to start through the the prop section? Because we have a lot that we can cover. And I will say, on the sweat this week, I gave out over one of our shows here at DraftKings, Bill. I did give out over six and a half punts. I like that better. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good man. Like good one. man. Yeah, no, you, you, I hope you don't have my phone tapped. Good, good job. <laughs> no, I, I don't. But anytime you feel like sending some plays my way, go right ahead. Cool, cool, cool. That's a good one. So, That's a good one. So, uh, one that I, I have definitely honed in on, and I know, Julian, you're going to be on this one, too, is, is the Cam Akers rushing attempts. It's currently set at 16 and a half. 
that just feels absurdly high for a guy who's coming in dealing with a shoulder injury. Uh, we saw him leave the game uh, last time out. Sony Michelle got a little bit more involved. That's how he ended up with double digit carries or like literally since the first time that acres has been back, there's, you know, rumblings that Henderson could end up being activated in this game. So I look at 16 and a half against a running back who quite frankly has not been contributing since he's come back. Like, I feel like if anything, Akers being back has actually hindered this Rams offense because they've been adamant about getting him the ball. But when he has the ball, he hasn't looked good. He's not gaining yards after contact. He's just not really gaining anything. So they keep handing him the ball. It hasn't looked good. And then ball security has been an issue too. We had those two fumbles. I think it was in week 19 um, where he lost those two, two fumbles too. So I look at 16 and a half. That just feels like a few carries too high. So I love taking the under on that one. That's that's becoming one of my more favorite plays out of the millions that they have available right now. And that's subject to change because it's only Tuesday. By the time Sunday comes around, I'm sure I'll have a new favorite play. But under 16 and a half rushing attempts for Akers, that just feels too high on what could be a three-man running back committee in this game. Steve, I want to tell you something. Busting um, out have- the old school notebook. Oh yeah, no, we we actually we have, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not the one guys that puts these charts up in these beaks. I know that's the way to do it. I know that's the way to do it. You go through the thing, but then these guys that are using these spreadsheets, analytics, and stuff, half of them talk with their tongue. You can't even understand them. Their tongues out of their mouths, hanging out. You can't. I mean, it's like talking and speaking in tongues. That's what I meant to say. Um, so acres. Okay, we have just to let you know. Um, Listen, it's the Super Bowl. There's the human nature, the, the, the human capacity, the way we think, the way we – this is the Super Bowl. This guy wants to be out there for the Super Bowl. He's going to do everything, building up endorphins to be out there, being a running back. We actually lean to the over on the yardage. Uh, I know there's another pro against me on the under, but I, I guess I got it at 58.5, 59.5 early on the over yardage for him. But the 16 and a half set, that does, you're right. That does sound pretty high. Is that still available at DK? I was last night. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring it up right now. That's still yeah. up, but that we, was there we, last yard, night. Yardage for acres. Oh no. The, uh, no. Carries. So it is, carries. it is oh, still carries. up. Yep. 16 and, a half. 16 and a half. Yep. Seems like a, seems like a pretty big number. I'm, I'm not looking to go under since I am uh, rooting for him to go over yardage though, but I understand your reasoning behind it. And, uh, May the best man win. So here we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here's no, that, what I'm kind of like, interested in. Here's what sure. I'm kind of interested in on the backfield, because right now the two players that we have rushing attempts available on are Akers and Mixon, and both are set at 16 and a half. The juice is a little yep. different. Um, obviously, some other guys are off the board because of the – we'll see Akers' official status. We'll see Henderson's official status. There's so much up in the air. Sony Michelle's attempts – if that comes at like, you know, the, the number I'm seeing could be like five and a half on Sony Michelle attempts. That's an over that I want. If we do make that available on DraftKings Sportsbook, he had the one carry against Tampa when acres got all the work, but the other two playoff games, 13 carries against Arizona, 10 against San Francisco. If you're giving me five and a half on Sony Michelle, if I play anything on carries, that's the one I have my eyes out for. If DraftKings wants to release that one in terms of running back carries. So they didn't put that. That's not up yet at DK. That's not, that's not, not up yet. Them, we're, they're, they're we're being smart with this one. I think given the, the injury situation, status. 
a lot. Yeah. I mean, when two running backs, we got to find out Akers official status and Henderson's right. official status. It's right. I, it's right. tough to right. give numbers. I would think. Right. Akers will be out there. Akers will be out there playing. Trust me. He'll be out there and he'll be. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, I'm here. Obviously. I, I, yeah. Um, uh, did one of you guys just say Mixon? One of you guys said that, right? Yeah. Mixon, Julian, well, I was just saying Mixon is the only other rushing attempts prop available on DK Sports. Oh, okay. he's also, he's also okay. at 16 and a half, but he's shaded minus 125 to the under. Yeah. I may, I may, I didn't bet that yet. I'll probably be betting. Boy, see, I do this and I get myself in trouble because I know what happens. Well, I mean, well, you, I know what you're going to say. You don't want to give it out before you bet it. Yeah, guys, here's the thing. In volume, I think the average bet in this country is 70 bucks. I was just reading. So just think in volume, 70, 70, 70, 70. There's so much volume going on where the sports books are forced to move the over, even though they, the sport, let, let, let's face it, the sports books come Sunday, they want under on prop bets. They want under, they want to be rooting for the unders. So, because most players root for the uh, bet over. So, um, though this sports, this year could be a little bit different now. This, it's not the excitement for the points is not uh, there what it was. We see what the opening line was and it dropped two points right down to 48, 48 and a half. So, uh, it, it may not play true this year, but I look to bet a lot of my unders more towards the game time. And I'm going to be looking at uh, betting under on some mixing props. I'm going to be, uh, probably betting some unders on, on him. I, like I said, I haven't done it yet. Um, I, I, and you know what else I, I'll look to bet on? Everyone loves to bet, will someone score a touchdown pass? It's, 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 or will someone get a touchdown? Of course, everyone likes a Cooper Cup to get a touchdown. I look on the opposite way of that. I look to bet no on a plethora of players. Now, you have to have a good bankroll for this, I understand, because you're laying, you know, 250 to 3-1. to one. You're laying money on a lot of these things. But listen, the total being what it is, they're really saying there's only going to be six touchdowns scored, probably more like five or six touchdowns in this game. So uh, maybe someone getting two. You, you really only have so many players that are going to get touchdowns, and, uh, and one may be the quarterback or something. So you only have so many offensive players getting touchdowns. The no is a little secret sauce, I'll tell you guys. I'm not mentioning any players. It's real simple, though. Uh, go through the list. The no is really a good bet, but I bet that more towards game time because people like to bet the yes. So sometimes I'll get an extra 10 or 20 cents. Uh, I like to bet my overs early and my unders more towards game time. Um, though I did bet this morning again, I was betting uh, Van Jefferson under two and a half receptions. Uh, I, I keep on betting that. Now, I don't know if people are going to. Um, I had that last game too. And um, it's funny when I had the last game, he caught like the first pass of the game. I said, oh, yeah, <laughs> two and a half. I said, I'm dead here. And then <laughs> he didn't catch another one until the last drive. And he catches another one. And I have like three minutes to fade. And I actually did want win that one. Um, so uh, I, I, I am going back to the well on that one uh, early, which I normally would wait. And it, listen, you may get a better price more towards game time, depending on how the public, how fickle they are to bet over on. I think people will bet over on a lot of Rams uh, stuff. And I think people may bet some unders on some uh, Cincinnati stuff. I, I, uh, I myself, um, I have a little bit of a heart in the game here. Not that I'm betting my heart, but I have a little bit of a heart in the game here. Uh, my dad was from Southeastern Ohio. As a matter of fact, the school, the high school he graduated from, Eastern High School in Meigs County there, that is where uh, Burrow's mom is a principal. So uh, football, by the way, I used to go, I used to go back to Ohio every single summer in August 
boy. Uh, I used to go to the state fairs, football games. My cousins and uncles, everything revolved around those Saturday high school football games. So footballs are really, it's born and bred in their blood. It's amazing that, you know, you would think Bill Krakenberger from the East Coast. I, I had that countryside. I mean, my father was a, a farm guy uh, and met my mom from the battalion from the Bronx. She met, met him when, when she was back here. And um, so anyway, it's just a little bit of a thing. Everyone's rooting for him. And uh, I'm not going to have a side in the game. So I, I, I hope I'm not spoiling the end of the show, but I'll, I'll be rooting for him. I think four and a half points. I, if you would have asked me this matchup ahead of time, I didn't think it would be that. I thought maybe three minus 30, three and a half. Right. Four and a half seems like a lot of points, but um, especially the way these games have all been going. A couple weeks ago, we had all four games come down to the last play. I don't know. But yet someone I really respect that has won a lot of Super Bowls. He has probably won 10 of 12 Super Bowls. We were going over to yesterday. He likes the Rams. So um, it, it, it should be uh, – it'll be exciting no matter what. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because I know you don't bet sides, um, but number-wise, in terms of in terms of the the value, anything over three and a half kind of feels yep. like a little bit more value on the Bengals to me. I know Steve, Steve's Mister Bengal; he's been betting them all playoffs. So, um, I put it this way: I, I guess if you're if you're looking at where the number, it sounds like you expected the number to be a little bit shorter. Can we say that? I did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be interested okay. to know. I'll be interested to know when um, I'm looking to get John Avello on my show too. So I'm looking to. I, I had I had someone else. Um, one of the other big books on the East Coast. I had their tr- director of trading, and I had uh, someone on the West Coast. His director, the, the director there, um, at, at uh, Jay Cornegay, great guy. I had him on. I was shocked to see these numbers. These splits actually shocked me. Sixty nine percent of the money on the Bengals here. Um, I, I can tell I, I, you, I, I can no. tell you as we yeah, record, we yeah. record this on Tuesday. This interview is on Tuesday, February 8th. I can tell you the DraftKings Sportsbook numbers as of this morning. The number sits at four. It's been four and a half. It's four. 62% of the tickets and 54% of the handle are on the Bengals spread. 65% of the tickets, 54% of the handle on the Bengals money line, which is at plus 170. Always, always money line is always the way the public's going to go. Usually you get the best money lines out in Vegas uh, on the dog or maybe even these sports books here on the East Coast. Um, now, you say that 54% is the number I'm interested in. It's not the ticket handle. The ticket handle we know is the, is the public. But I think by the time the ball is put in the air, I think the sports books are going to be rooting for the Bengals. I think the uh, sports books will, will actually have – Lots more Ram money when the square. Uh, I'm not. I shouldn't call it square though. When the public money comes in this I've weekend, tra- I've been yeah. trying to get away from saying sharp and square as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, like I those terms as much anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they're, well, they're, they're, they're sharp. There's sharp stuff as far as proposition bets go and stuff. I mean, there's yeah. definitely sharp things on that. And we're talking about college basketball. There's definitely sharp things in there. But uh, everyone's betting the Dukes of the world when you know other people are betting the Virginians of the world. The sharp guys. So, yep. um, it, it, but but as far as Super Bowl goes and NFL sides go, I don't. Uh, there was some syndicate groups years ago. The old man Doc Midland, who's still alive at ninety-five, he had the, some of the sharpest NFL stuff. Uh, Mr. Walters, who always had Billy Walters, always had some good NFL stuff for years. Um, but um, you know, the the main handicapper there passed away. So there's a lot of uh, it's tough. It's tough to beat. There's so much more information now than there was twenty-five years ago. Uh, on the media and 
and, and social media and TV and stuff. There's so much more information now, which makes the sides much harder to beat. And someone recently said to me, you know, Bill, you know, you have the crack win site. Why are you telling people NFL is so, so hard to beat? Listen, it's a little sec. First of all, it's a secondary thing for me. I'm always going to tell people how I think and speak my mind no matter what. Nothing's ever going to control me like that. Um, and, and second of all, I don't bet. Yeah, okay, I, I bet totals. I bet first half totals. I bet props. I'm going to have a dozen props for my guys this week, you know. Um, that's just what I do. So um, anyway, yeah, so it, 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 but don't get carried away. Oh, something you said. Good. My mind just went back to it. You said, Julian, that about responsible gaming and stuff. Guys, I know all anyone listening here, I know you guys want to jump and, and, and probably bet your whole entire bankroll on this game and stuff. It's fun to do, I understand, but spread it out where you can make that 2 3%. You want about 5% on a prop? Go ahead. I'll, I'll even tell you you can do that. But don't go so crazy where uh, just because it's one game, it's, it's just one game. What are you going to do uh, for March Madness if you blow your bankroll here six weeks early? So that's all yep. I'll say, five weeks early. So I'm kind of curious if you have a play on, on the total here. This got hammered down almost immediately when the lines came out. I think it opened at 49 and a half, and it was just hammered down about two points um, very, very quickly here. Uh, any thought on that? Because really, ever since it got hammered down there, it's basically stayed at 48 and a half since then. I, I, I keep switching my mind on this because I'm trying to play this through my mind, whereas you know, I think people worry about if the Bengals are going to score because, you know, all the, the pressure that Joe Burrow is going to be under. <clears throat> but in that same breath, he was under a ton of pressure against the Titans who sacked him nine times. He still threw for over 300 yards in that game and the Bengals came away with the win. So and we saw the adjustments and, and Julian knows about these second half adjustments. The Bengals made against the Chiefs and, and Burrow looked never amazing seen, after that. <laughs> never seen a turnaround like that in a game. I'm not even kidding. Not even like Patriots, Falcons, Super Bowl. Yeah. Whatever happened to Patrick amazing. Mahomes, whatever he whatever Patrick Mahomes ate or drank at halftime. Don't do that again because it. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> yeah. I was just checking. That's why I was just checking on the phone. Uh, I found the line, uh, a good line Sunday night on the first half here in, in New Jersey. It's no longer available. I found the under 24 and a half minus 30 on the first half. I think this game starts out slow. Wow. The first half total. I think it starts mm-hmm. out slow. Like a lot of Super Bowls do. They start out slow. I think this game starts out slow. Um, it's the reason why. Did I, did I tell you guys the punts over? Did I say that earlier? Yeah. Know. Okay. Six and a half. A, yep. Yeah, I think I, that's why it's kind of correlated to that. I think that that's the reason why, too. I think there's going to be some punch in the game, and I think this game starts out slow. So um, I actually like the first half under, but I don't like the 23 and a half. You know, there's key numbers. Yes, there are key numbers yeah. in, in, in NFL. What's, what's the first half going to land on? Uh, 17, uh, 20, 21, 24. So uh, right. I found that under 24 and a half, but you might find an alternative line. I wouldn't lay more than 140. Uh, 130. I, I, it's still it's still at the sports book under 24, actually minus 120. But um, I wouldn't bet the 23 and a half. I do think I lean more towards the under first half. Second half, who knows? There could be fireworks like we've seen in other games. So um, it, it's it's uh, Super Bowls tend to start out a little bit slower. Uh, it could be the jitters, first time quarterbacks, first time players. It's just in, in general the the being in that moment. Um, where, where um, a lot of games – listen, if this game was week 10 in the NFL and the yeah. Bengals were playing the Rams, I probably wouldn't even have no interest in it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we, it is what it is, and, and that's the reason why we're given what we're given, and, and we go with it. So hopefully it's still one of the big Super Bowls and, and exciting Super Bowls. I don't think it can get more exciting than the last uh, you know, couple of weeks that we've had. 
I, I think it's kind of interesting too, because I think there's some <clears throat> recency bias, especially when it comes to the Bengals. Both of these, the, you know, the few playoff games that they played, they started off really slow and then they really kind of come together in the second half. That's why I've seen like these come from behind wins, but still over the course of the entire season, both the Bengals and the Rams are some of the best scoring first half teams in the league. They're both averaging over 13 points per game. I think it's the Rams were approaching 14 by uh, coming into this one. So, I like the idea about the first half under, but at least from what we've seen from the long term, you know, that's a total that could be in danger because of how, how well both of these teams, at least during the regular season, played in the first half. Situational, absolutely correct. They, they, uh, they, they have been good to two first teams, uh, two first half scoring teams. I think situational, though, this is a different yeah. animal here. We got the Super Bowl. Uh, like I said, that, you know, jitters is a big word for a professional athlete. I, I, it's, it's too strong of a word, but for lack of a better word, it's the word I use. I think that, uh, um, I, I actually even like, I didn't bet this one yet though. Um, I lean towards this. So I don't know if it'll be how strong it'll be. I actually like both teams again to punt first rather than score. Uh, yeah. I think you, but I just don't like laying like this seems like minus minus one fifty on the Bengals. I, I just don't like laying that kind of, I don't like laying big juice, on anything. Someone gave me a really good bet last night, but you have to lay five to one, but it's like a 95%. If something's a 95% better, a 90% bet, probably good laying five to one, but I don't think it's about deferring. Will either team defer? What will they defer the kickoff? Oh. Which is, which, yeah, you lay five to one. It's probably a good bet, safe bet, but I hate being in a hole where if I automatically, <laughs> before the ball's even in the air, I got to make up five props, you know? Um, I, I, I don't like doing it. So um, I, I find that kind of interesting. A lot of people are on a lot of things like that, though. I actually do like one of the ones um, that many sharp guys are on. I took 155 and 145 on this, and I see it. Any plus money I thought was a good bet, but I hate when everyone's on the same thing. Will the kickoff be returned or will, will it be, a, uh, you know, a, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a lack. I'm at a lack for the word. I'm sorry, guys. A touchback. Here's, touchback. here's yeah. the prop. Here's yeah. the prop. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? Yeah. Yeah. Will that the is the next. That is the. That is. This is what I was going to bring up. To Everyone next. loves this. this is what I was going to end with. Wow. Okay. Because last year, I think the yes got up to minus three hundred. Because every these kickers and it's closer. Everybody yeah. just kicks it out and it's a touchback. Yeah. Except yeah. in the Super Bowl when they bring the ball out late and put it right on the stand rather than the kicker touching it. As soon as you kick it off, they take it from you and bring it to the hall of fame. It's a, it's different. And then, then, then the kicker is nervous. Yeah. All the photos that go off, all the flashes in the stadium when that opening kick goes off. So the kicker is nervous. The ball is a little different. Pat McAfee has come out and said, who has done a Super Bowl opening kickoff that it was like kicking a brick. Yep, that brand new ball goes right to the Hall of Fame. You're spot on there. Seven, seven of the last eight Super Bowls, the opening kick has been returned. It is not. Oh, don't tell me I'll, stuff like this. Twenty. I'll read this. I'm gonna, so See, I get this. Twenty-six of the last twenty-eight Super Bowls, the kickoff has not been a touchback. No, I know. I'm I, I, I'm saying don't tell me this because this is not a bet I wanted to take. Like uh, <laughs> I didn't want to so add one, this to the list. Yeah, well, I just want to give the price before you go, Bill. I just want to give the price before you. Go your okay. stat. DraftKings Sportsbook has no at plus 110. So maybe not, yeah. maybe it's come down a little, maybe it's not the best price, but like you said, plus money on the opening kick not to be a touchback. Yeah. Well, I bet six grand on this. So just to let you guys know. <laughs> um, so um, here, here now, so my, 
prop kid gives it to me. He says, hey, it's plus 160 and plus 145 at, uh, at one of our spots here. Uh, as a matter of fact, I bet it, and it got taken down after I bet it. I don't know. It's not even back up. It's, I don't know. Took it down. Anyway, so um, it's plus 125, plus 110. I, I'm not looking to take 110. I could take better than that. But um, So my prop kid gives it to me. And I run it by someone else that doesn't know him, one of the most sharp analytical guys. He says, that's interesting. I can count four straight returns, one touchback, four more straight returns, one more touchback. So over the last 10, eight were returned, two touchbacks. Prior to that, 20 straight returns. However, you can't count that because it was moved. However, he said this, and it scares me a little bit. So this is this way, Steve, won't have to run down there to the, the ATM machine and go play this. Um, I do know that each of these teams rarely kicks – Oh, rarely returns kicks so that land in their end zone. So if it does go down to the end zone, they're likely to kneel rather than take it out. I still bet it. So, um, <laughs> but however, the ball being that brand new ball, not used, not worn in, goes right to the Hall of Fame after the after it's received and it's handed to the uh, official. Official goes to the sideline guy to throw it in a bag and it goes to the hall. This is um, a, a very interesting prop that a lot of people are on. I probably wish that everyone wasn't on this, but I still bet it. And that's, uh, you know, my conviction is my conviction. I'm betting what I bet. So there you go. I hope I don't force you guys to overbet your bankrolls. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You said everybody's on it. That everybody includes me. Um, I am there. Too. This is one of my favorite, favorite props. The numbers are the numbers. Wow. That's right. That's right. So it's funny. You'll have action. As soon as that ball lands, you'll have action right, right there. Most What's people right? have action on the, on, on the, the coin flip. I'm not interested in doing that I'm now. In, years ago, years ago, years ago, 20 years ago, when you guys were uh, a little tykes there, there, there was maybe an edge to the uh, uh, commemorative side of a coin, but that's no, no longer like that. Um, I'll ask you, I have a question for you guys. Where will you be for the Super Bowl this year? Oh, such boring questions. Like, Oh, sorry. We're, we're work. We're working in the DraftKings studio on Sunday morning. We got to do our show oh. Sunday morning, and oh, okay. then uh, I got a I got a two year old at home. I will be oh. going to a pre Super Bowl party, have some drinks, okay. have some food, and then I will be cool. going home and watching the Super Bowl at my house. That's okay. Listen, um, this morning I, I this guy was t- where I was going to watch the Super Bowl. They were saying, "Oh, you might have to go through a host to get the same seats that you have every single week." I have no problem watching it right here with no one around me, no one screaming and yelling. And it's fun. It's exciting to do it. Um, I'm, I'm sure I will be in the, the sports book, but, but I mean, I would it's rather, okay to be home. with you. No, it's cool, man. <laughs> kids, are, kids are great. Kids are great. So uh, that, that's cool. That's good. Good, good. Same answer as me, Steve. You're watching it on your couch with your kids. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Real exciting. Yeah. Yep. Mid 30s. This is where we're at. Yep. <laughs> no, listen. Um, I, I, I don't have any children and I'm, I'm 20 years older than you guys, uh, or I'm, I'm 53. Uh, I don't feel it though. I feel like a kid still, uh, but I, 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 I have no problem um, with you guys being good family guys, watching it with your families and stuff. I'll be, you know what? I'll remember to think about you guys when a kickoff comes. So what you there we go. There we go. God bless you. <laughs> yeah. The kickoff is going to be extremely exciting. So, yes, that's, yeah. a, that's a good time to be. And if they do run it back, you might get a text from a 978 area code. That's me. Good. I need some money. <laughs> yeah, Julian has my number. So good. I, I got you. We'll be texting for the opening kickoff. Excited when it goes, more excited than most years when it when it goes in, in the air. I haven't had one. That's right. I haven't had this one before. I'm late, late to the party. Should have been betting it for years, apparently, <laughs> at much better prices. 
Um, all right, well, plenty of stuff on the board. I'm sure um, you will see content from us. You'll see content from Bill all before Sunday, yeah. um, going into more of this at length. I'm going to tweet um, out a couple plays too. You're right. I'm going to, because people are asking me, I have so many people on Twitter asking me, uh, at Bill Crackman, I'll probably tweet out a player too. Of course, you know, crackwins.com, you can get all of them. I'll have a dozen of them, so or more. So, um, but, but yeah, I, I'll tweet out something and try to help some people. You know, it's so tough helping people though. You give them one thing, they rate your whole life on it. It's, yeah, it's so we, tough giving people. I hate giving plays out to people on social media because, you know, they're, they're all hiding behind the safety of fake names and, and that they're, they're nice little keyboards and using different names. And I use Bill Krakenberger, my real name. So <laughs> we're right there with you. And we know that game. Absolutely. Um, all right. So Bill's going to be giving out some plays on Twitter. Um, you follow him at Bill Crackman. Anything else you, anything else you got going on pre Super Bowl that you want to give the people? Not really. I, that's really it. I gave you guys a couple, uh, I hung some uh, a couple props for you guys to, to look at. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'll uh, I may DM you those uh, the, the uh, about a dozen props to see what you like. Let's see if you agree. So, yeah, roll roll them in. We never we never <laughs> say no to that, um, cool, especially cool. from somebody like you. It would be um, nice to get it would be nice to get a positive DM for a change. So we welcome those. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. That's awesome. You gotta have thin skin in these positions. I know that. Yep. You really do. You know, yep. um, and, and sometimes I, 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 sometimes I don't, and I, I just have to. I, you block and move, block and move, block and move. Don't even pay attention. There's so many people that that lie. They they do things that that um, you know, that we, that we don't do. If you're a good person, a good man, a good good. You don't think like that. I hate talking bad about anybody in the industry. I don't down people. Even like my people on that were on action. The guy on action, I don't even down. It's just not a good look. I my my dad didn't raise me to be like that. So, uh, but it's so it's hard when people do it to you. I understand it. Yep. But uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on and and uh, look forward to being on again in the future. Appreciate you coming on, man. Um, and let's keep the positivity going in the sports betting space, um, especially this time of year. Big games. NFL football winding down, heading into March Madness. Um, so let's keep it positive. And uh, that is a podcast, one of our two Unreasonable Odds episodes this week. We're on a little bit different of a schedule, as you'll notice, with uh, this getting released on Wednesday. But that is because we are coming back to you on Friday. And uh, we will have a special guest. We will have Matthew Berry from ESPN on. Um, obviously a big name in the fantasy industry. So we'll touch on the Super Bowl sh- showdown slate a little bit with you guys if you're playing on the fantasy side and uh maybe talk to matthew about some of his favorite props in the super bowl as well so we'll talk to you guys later in the week good luck with the super bowl and uh let's make some money for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.